Welcome everyone, you are listening to and perhaps watching Call of the Audible, I'm your host Keith Louise. Joining me in studio this week from our rotating cast of fools is Iggy Magnets. How's it going, Iggy? Thanks for calling me a fool. No problem. I'm no one problem. of many fools. One of, though, that's oh, right. And it just popped. And now we're in stereo. Yeah, we're full. Perfect. I love it. It's, it takes um, us screaming into the mics to, to wake, uh, wake our system up. Um, Eagle, of course, is joining us as well. Eagles, how's your day going? It's been all right. I'm a little exhausted. I've been AFK for about a week, and now I'm back. Yeah. How was uh, Shaq? Uh, he was great. DJ Diesel, DJ technically, Diesel, is his yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so my company essentially hosted a conference in Washington, D.C., and as part of our uh, party vibe, whatever it was, we had a special guest appearance by DJ Diesel, probably... The most just opposed relationship is me at five foot nothing, hundred something pounds, and Shaquille O'Neal, seven foot one, three twenty five. I I needed you. Um, seven foot one. I needed you to find a way to get a picture with him. Trust me, I tried. He had he had Washington police accompanying him. <laughs> naturally, naturally, as one does. Because yeah. really, he needs security. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> from enough yes. people, yeah. it's the whole thing of. Would you fight one life-size chicken or 51-foot chickens? I mean, also, you said it best, right? When you have that much money, it's not worth doing anything yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, again, Eagle, I'm very close to never driving again. It's, uh, it'll be a very happy day. <laughs> I've, yeah, you've mentioned that on several occasions. Yeah. 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 yeah Yet alone fight your own fights. Oh, God, no. up to you. God, I'm already paying for that. <laughs> That's what lawyers are for. Um, so we're back. It's uh, season, week two. I was going to say season. I don't even know what season, season two, we're on. Yeah, no, At one point, we used two. to actually label the scripts season six, episode one, like like a TV show. Yeah. Um, and then we stopped doing that because we're at like season 13. And I was like, I, I'm, I don't know how much longer. Yeah, we're probably at season 28 now or something. Or something like, like that, it yeah. goes up fast. Longest running podcast that I know of. Yep. Is us in so. flag football history? No, no in definitely. everything. <laughs> Maybe in everything. Um, definitely, definitely in, fl- in in flag plus history. I think that might be a, a thing though. The longest running. Well, I guess maybe Joe Rogan beats us. I, I don't think so, actually. I'm not sure because it was about the same time hmm. that we started. We'll have to see. We'll have to look that up. Um, Eagle, uh, whenever you want. December two thousand nine. Okay, so he has. His I beat. feel like he beat us by a couple of years. Maybe, yeah, yeah, we're twenty twelve. So, but uh, but he had three hundred and fifty viewers on his first episode, and it lasted two hours. All of our shows last two hours and have about 350 viewers. So, so we're bad. basically Joe Rogan. <laughs> we're basically are. Uh, but oh, do we got to be an asshole now? No, we, we're already better interviewers. Um, so the, the what I'd like you to do, Eagle, is once in a while just a, insert the uh, another long-running podcast that, that beats our length. That would be awesome. Um, so w- first thing I want to get to is therapy with Iggy Magnets. Um, Deal with it. You're so late. Deal with it. <laughs> You're so late. You asked me, you asked me to create a messaging group. Yeah. Instead of creating the message group, even though you knew all the people that needed to be involved. No, I. And we have it on Basecamp. I couldn't add someone or a couple people. I, I Who? Jeremy. You're not friends with Jeremy. Maybe, maybe not. I know you are. <laughs> okay, it's not like I was writing a script or anything today. Um, speed of writing. Our, our articles are officially late because we didn't realize there's a change in schedule, uh. which we should have noticed because we work for the league. 
And and we were both in the meeting when we were told there was a change in schedule. Yeah, on us. I, I didn't realize this, the article will come out Saturday morning, Friday night, somewhere. Yeah. Mine will be out tomorrow. It's it's almost finished. But I legitimately so the week starting on Thursday <sighs> is the worst. Not only because we're missing a bunch of games we can't cover. Yeah. Uh, but the week ends on Wednesday, right? Yeah. Wednesday. No. Yes, Wednesday. Monday. Yes. Wednesday. Monday. There's Wednesday games. No, no Wednesday. there are not. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But it does. Oh, that, oh that's going to be horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's going to give us half yeah. a day. Yeah. That's going to give us Thursday morning. It won't even for me because I have to prep the shows. This is what happens when I don't go to meetings sometimes. Like, I had a conflict for that meeting and suddenly we're running fucking Thursday to Wednesday. It's okay. There wasn't a choice. We were told. Yeah. I wasn't at that meeting but, either. But why can't we just do Sunday to Thursday? It makes way more sense. Because Started and ended well, in the same week. Yes, also that. Yeah. It doesn't need to start. Yes, you're Thursday right. Thursday to Thursday. Because there's this weird thing that <laughs> they, by, the by they we mean one person, wants the weeks to be symmetrical. And I was like, the first week can just be two days. Like if, yes. if you can only, if there's only Wednesday, Thursday games, it's, like fine. That, it's fine. Or, as I've always said, why try and get those two days in anyways? Because your next week, like one of your weeks is going to have to be shortened. Because you started one week halfway through, sort yeah. of, but so it, like, it doesn't like, matter. But what, like it, to me, it's half a dozen of one and six of the other. Like, like what? I don't even mind. But then, but exactly. Body. Then why make it complicated? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, depending on like field availabilities and stuff like that, I think it's you know Anyways, there's there's moving, that way as well. Moving on. Yeah, uh, we're getting into the week. Ninety percent of the population no this doesn't is the care therapy about session. This. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is the therapy session. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, all that to say. Um, my article's coming out tomorrow. Uh, Iggy's is coming out sa- probably Saturday-ish. Um, the best of us, Lori, will have hers out tonight. Um, she she said she spent every last minute <laughs> making sure she was going to make every her deadline this week. Minute, yeah. And then I felt like a piece of garbage. You <laughs> didn't tell her that it was due today. I, yeah, no, I, I kind of did. I'm like, well, because, again, we had that conversation before, yes. before we knew the schedule changed. And, again, once it changed, we didn't realize the impact of the articles. Um, so a little sloppy start, but you know, falls a different kind of vibe for sure. Different kind of sloppy. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are we starting with? <laughs> what, what are we? Which division did you move them on the script? I did. Yes. Okay, great. So that's perfect. So I'll, I'll do it again. I, I kind of like the show also being the behind the scenes. So yeah. Yeah. I'm good asking questions about the show on the show. Did we cover point two in the introduction? No, I'm getting there. Okay, just making sure. Um, it's uh, week two, and it's yep. picture week. So. If you have not yet got your jerseys, please try to um, make sure you uh, look your best because, uh, of course, uh, look good, play good, right? That's the whole thing. Um, and, you know, um, it's the we, we're only able to really go out there and get the pictures done once. Cool. I know some of your teammates might be missing. Please, 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 please. I beg of you, take the picture anyway. It's uh, it's not perfect. We know that players miss because it's a recreational league. Um if you don't have an individual picture, please get it done. Yeah. These things are great keepsakes, of course, for you, but it also helps our product. If you make the finals, there's nothing worse than having a bunch of empty silhouettes, pictures, yeah. silhouettes. It doesn't look great. Um, and the same thing too, like when it helps identify players at the field. Like it's it's important for us to know who's there. The integrity of the league is very important to us. Yeah. Um, and and so start, it starts with the pictures. Yeah. For example, if you want to have a quarterback who's trying to cheat for an entire season, throwing in the lowest division, um, we're gonna find out anyway. So you might as well take the picture and just help us enforce. I'm just to let the community know. I'm working on a project right now where mm. hopefully by the time winter comes around, 
we won't need to rely on picture day for individual pictures anymore. Yeah. So team pictures, we'll still have photographers go around, make sure you're all pretty, do your hair, et cetera. But for everyone else, we're going to try and make it such that you uh, can take your picture whenever you want. And that's the goal. Um, but that will also come with reinforcing our roster requirements in that if you choose to not have a picture or not take a picture, that's your choice. But we will need to confirm your identity. So You'll have to bring ID to the field and all that. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're going to be looking to that more. And again, every season we try and improve the product in FPF. So um, that's the way that we're trying to improve the picture experience. Also, you guys can make our lives easier by not trying to cheat. Yeah, just don't try. Don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. Like we're why? Again. Don't be if dicks. If the thing is, if you're trying to cheat, you're openly admitting you're trash and can't beat your opponent. You can't beat your opponent as is. Uh, like fairly square. Yeah. yeah. So if you're trying to treat, cheat, that's fine. You think you're trash. And we agree. Um, co-ed and women's. Yes, sir. That's where we're at. Uh, There's a lot of uh, blowouts, it seems, in the, these score lines here. Yeah, six of nine games were decided by 25 points or more. Um, you know, there were, some, there were some close games in there. The, the yeah. three other ones actually were quite close. Mm-hmm. Um, but a large discrepancy... Uh, what do you think attributed to that? Just bad matchups week one, or is there uh, a difference in uh, some of this competition? No, I think you guys, uh, you guys being you and Alexi, mentioned this in, uh, in week one of the podcast. Uh, there's sort of three tiers built all into one uh, co-ed cup division, uh, and it's probably a product of the the top tier playing a bit more of the bottom tier teams so you you saw yes a bit more discrepancy between the teams leading to uh the kind of the blowouts stop checking your fantasy <laughs> i gotta make sure i have my thursday players in <laughs> um yeah so that that's number one and you also got just yeah matchup based and teams with low experience playing against higher experience teams so it was like kind of two facets and not just experience but like athleticism and, and also just way better teams playing against w- way worse teams yeah I, I i think that might be the case like you know we saw of course fit squad make it to the finals against kiss my end zone uh, in recent history in the I believe winter. It was winter yeah um you know they 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 go they beat sneaky snakes 42 six sneaky snakes i thought were a nicely developing team mm-hmm. um yeah. and when we last saw them the pitsy fuck who were just in the finals as well yeah. uh they beat up on badgers um, so wait, what does that say about Free Smoke that then beat Fit Squad by a point the day after? Or is that just Fit Squad a little bit tired from the previous day? So that was a fun game. Iggy and yeah. I were there. Yeah. And Lori. Who's covering that game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That All of us. Who's, was, who's writing the, the, the recap? Is it you or, or Lori? One of uh, us. It's one of us. Because I said I wasn't doing it. so that might be, might be, It was me. It's me. Oh, it's you. It's me. It? Okay. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the worst part about the three writers being on the same team. <laughs> Is that we all we can't all can't choose the same game, but um, I don't know about you. I was actually really impressed by free, by free smoke in that game by both teams actually. Well, yeah, yeah but I mean, Fitzgod, we know what to expect, right? Yes and no. There's kind of a, well, they, uh, first of all, new quarterback, yeah. So that just changes the dynamic uh, of the team. Uh, but then uh, there was a guy there wearing the P- uh, Pitta jersey, who's not Pitta, uh, Vincent Batrash. Uh, Maybe it was. You don't know. No, 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 no. I looked at the, the guy's profile. Did you it check looked, his ID? Yes, exactly. I was already up on it, yeah. Uh, I, I remember him from playing uh, Smash Bros. And just looking it up now, um, yeah. he had 18 touchdowns in yeah. nine games. Yeah, you could tell this guy was no, he's wa- really good. Was I, really good. Yeah. I, I covered, it must have been Div E in spring 2015. Because uh, as soon as he said that name, I was like, no, no, no I know that name. Yeah. Um, I wa- like, I'm, I'm going to take a quick look at the... 
the player profile for sure for sure that's uh, it's an all star. Didn't win an individual award in the award for that, right? It's, that's wow. that's pretty wild. He, he had um thirty two catches, five hundred forty one yards, eighteen yeah. touchdowns. Like I know it's not a lot of catches, but it, like it's almost every second catch is going for a touchdown yeah, exactly. and, and almost seventeen yards of reception. Like that's that's serious uh, damage. It's good. Yeah, 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 that's serious damage. And and we saw that at Stade Montreal on, on Monday night. So that though just that quarterback, uh he might even be the snapper, but uh Yes, the as quarterback. Yeah. Yes, that that just combination of those two was significantly upgraded fit squad. Uh, of course, already in addition to uh, their their well known players like Hugo Lepin, uh, Bujema Sada, Laurence Pombrian, and Alex uh, Falcon uh, Corb. Th- those those four. Yeah, I, li- I like Falcon Corb a lot. Oh man, she's, she's, she's excellent. Super, great hands, great speed, rangy rangy receiver. Too. Oh, and and Laurence Pombrian in the red zone is is a big target for. Uh, for William Brouard. So uh, that, that it is a very nice team. But so what, what Eagles point then, what does that say about free smoke? Yeah, they, they looked very athletic, right? You have the the Alexi brothers there, uh, Jeans Lee playing quarterback, uh, Jourdain playing receiver. And uh, I, I like that they added uh, Mohamed Nekad uh, from the, uh, the 300 squad. He's leading the way in co-ed right now in, uh, in uh, receiving yards and touchdowns. I believe he already has like six TDs in the two games yeah. that they've played. So he's, uh, he's stepping up his game offensively as he was uh, the, kind of the 300's uh, de facto defensive captain last spring. Yeah, honestly, James Lee and, and Jordan Alexi just on defense is huge for, uh, for free smoke. Yeah. Um, I don't know their, their female players as well. Of course, we're going to get more and more familiar with them um, as the season uh, continues. Yeah. But um, like that's, that's a good way to limit uh, deep throws and deep attempts is to have yeah. two guys who can uh, take, away, take, take, the, the, take away that deep part of the field and force you to march, and hopefully uh, you'll make a mistake. And William Brouillard did make two mistakes in this game. You know, he, he completed some with some you know 70% of his passes but yeah. two of them going for interceptions as we all know um that can that can hurt your 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 outlook um Rafa Belaja returns to FPF uh, this is pre Iggy it is uh Rafa Belaja just before actually yeah. yeah he uh I don't even know him that well cuz I wasn't like I was just getting established in the media and I was only covering low divisions at the time uh but Rafa is a a fairly uh, accomplished FPF player in his own right. Um, very, uh, he was anyway a very uh, mobile quarterback, regularly running for over, uh, you know, 250 plus yards. Okay. Uh, he he had a season in 2009, early on, actually Oof. when he started, his, his seven debut. touchdowns. Yeah, seven touchdowns as a as a quarterback. That's that's a big deal. Um, but. You know, he he's a guy who who. That was twelve uh, years ago, though. Yeah, he, <laughs> just I don't know. Just FYI. I don't know <laughs> if how he's aged compared to the rest of us, right? Yeah. Um, it's funny though. I don't know if this happens to you, but like, two thousand and one seems like a hundred years ago, but two thousand nine feels like last year. Yeah, I don't know why. It, what, something yeah, twenty ten. Like twenty ten, like, twenty. I don't have to stop and be like, that's a decade. Like that's you know. Yeah, uh, just, that was just when Sidney Crosby scored the the, the golden just goal that. and everything. That yeah, that was just two weeks ago. But uh, you know, uh, one of the things with Rafa Belajad is he he does have a propensity to turn the ball over. Um, you know, his career three hundred twenty eight touchdowns, one hundred twenty interceptions, um, and especially like uh, th- there were. You know, some of the later seasons where he was throwing 24, 17, 15 interceptions. Yeah, that's a lot. 
I'm yep. just turning the ball. Over. As a guy who's done that myself, uh, it's a lot, and it makes it a lot harder to to win. Um, free smoke, of course, to complete advantage of that. Uh, but it was cool to see Rafa uh, playing again. Um, he seems to have a really good connection with uh, Laurent Alfred Villain. Yep. Um, hopefully, he can start to work in Sabrina Renault, who uh, was targeted three times. But you know, you got to keep going to to uh, to her to establish that confidence. Uh, so her and Maria Leonor uh, Martinez Abaraca, um, they. These the, the only four targets between the two of them, and we talked about it, uh, last week that if you don't get the the women involved in coed, uh, you're not gonna have a chance. You can't you can't play with two less players in the field. Yeah. Do you think they knew about the QB flex cap because it, he actually violates the cap, which is fine because there is the whole team has no rating. So yes, like, no, no, no. But do you think they knew um, even about? My it? guess is yes. I haven't okay. spoken to. I feel I feel like uh, like. Uh, Mike Greenberg. I haven't spoken to anybody. I don't know. I had, uh, no sources have told me. Uh, this is just speculation. Uh, but I, <laughs> no one has told me this. But back in the day when you used to when you used to register, you used to go pay Rob in person mm-hmm. at Lachine, <laughs> and yeah. he he would sit with you and you discuss the division you should go into. Okay. And yeah. like you would campaign to keep yourself in division five or division four, right. and he'd be like, ah, do you guys? I don't know. Maybe you should be in div three this year. The way it worked for the rob. roster rules was that if you were on a team, you could only play up to two levels below that the, your highest level. And there was a mm-hmm. number of players that could be on your team depending on how low it went. So, for example, if you were playing Division 2, you could could have, a Division 3 team could yeah. have two Division 2 players on it. Back when I started, it was just one. Well, no, it depending because if you go two tiers oh, I guess down, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. So division four can only have one t- tier two player. Right. So it was in your advantage to always play in the lowest tier because then you can play in even lower tiers I after see. that. I yeah. see, I see. Yeah. Which made no sense. Yeah. 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 Well, we uh, developed a cap system, yeah. <laughs> and for you, all the complaints, it's working. Yeah. The games are much more competitive than yeah. they used to be. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. Um, and uh, anyway, so because of that. And that was, you know, that was the era where he was still playing with us. Yes. I think he reached out to Rob. I was like, hey, I want to play coed. Like, what are the rules? Like, okay. uh, is, my, is my team fit? Like, how does it work? You know, um, so I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Either way, the, they, they qualify. So. The roster's insanely huge, though. There yeah. were three, five, 10, 15, 16 players yeah, I saw at, at the field. I uh, that. that technically checked in with the scorekeeper. That's but did they check it or were they just sent in? Because they sh- like anyway. We'll we'll discuss that. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> because I don't see that many people with stats. They took your advice, peace. <laughs> I know, yeah. but listen, it's all the scorekeepers do their jobs. Iggy does his job. Mo does his job. Lori does. Does Lori score? No, Lori doesn't. She's score. going she, to. She's going to. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, just based on discussions with her, I'm sure she'll do her job. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, do your job properly. Um. So after a single game, can we call? Uh, speaking of which, fast and fast, not furious, the front runners in the division. Why do you suggest that? Even, um, what? Where does that come from? A combination of the way they looked to start the season. I know they played less act who have struggled. That's but the roster construction to me is is very impressive. Um, you know they bring in Lorian Lapointe and Marie Lucote Noel, right? Like that already is strong. Um, they were there last year. The counter argument. No, no, they weren't because this team didn't exist. N- in the spring, they were there. Really? Okay. Yes. 
I, I guess I didn't cover much court last this last break. Uh, well, Marie Lou in and out. There was the, yeah. Uh, there was she was with uh, Sneaky Snakes, but started the year. Anyways, go on. Anyway, so but FNF was different though. This is a very different rendition yeah, so, of the team. But here's here's okay. Anyways, so continue. so they they also weaken, of course. Um, um, y and Y by Ryan Dobbs Garnett not being there, and and Crazy Gordon Mall not being on on Y and Y, but Miles Gibbon throwing, and the addition of Marvin Steinberg. Marvin Steinberg again was there. It's the, not the addition of Marvin Fine, Steinberg. The addition, it's the elimination of his cast on yeah, his arm. <laughs> good point. Yes. So I didn't. I, I I I didn't remember who was on his team from last year. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, you you played the. the I division, did. That's so. why. Yes. Um, but it's large. Was Miles Gibbon on the, the team? The same. No, that's the that's difference, great. and and that's who I don't know, and you you do. So he runs a quarterback what's the academy. Prof- what's the profile? File on him. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> profile set. <laughs> He's a very, very, very good quarterback. He was, a, he was a pretty established in uh, like the tackle community. I don't remember if he played U sports. Uh, Eagle, you can look that up while we're uh, doing this. Uh, or I cannot look that up. <laughs> or you can do your job. Um, I know Iggy's already here, so the the temperament's been set to not do your job. But uh, I, I, I saw the. I saw the the the, set, the the roster begin the season like that. That looks strong. Oh, it is. And it's then a, it's a good roster. The results already clicking off the bat. Like there's no rust on Miles Gibbon. All these these these, these folks seem to know each other really well. I know I know that Quazy um, and, and Ryan, for example, are old friends like since high school. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they know Miles that way as well. Um, so given all that information, uh, I I'm not. I guess I shouldn't be surprised that's working so well to begin with. But it's always good to see that. They kick things off right the right way. Sure, but sixteen for thirty-one, completing half your passes—that's not great. Now it's given. It's week one. Yeah, he's still building I, I chemistry. He's still building the you know chemistry with guys like Mark and and saucerize right. Like you, you see of all these athletes, you want to take shots and sure. You know he's gonna eventually be more careful. He's gonna be a. He's gonna be more careful than he needs to be, and b. He's gonna take deep shots with the confidence that oh, it's fourth and eight. It doesn't matter. We're gonna convert. Sure, but you I know, do like, like I do like the eight targets that went the the females mm-hmm. uh, players way. In oh, he's 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 a true quarterback, so he's not he's gonna, gonna spread the ball. Yeah, he's not gonna call a play hoping that one of the guys gets open. Yeah, he's not going to um, force a throw when he has one of the girls wide open. Uh, he's gonna use his receivers. He's gonna read his context. Is uh, he's gonna read his his play call properly? Yeah, he's gonna go through his reads and yep. he's gonna throw to the right receiver. So. It's just hardwired in his brain. Is how he reads the field. Yep. Yeah. But uh, that that's one that's been uh, the fast, not furious, or the 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 quarterbacks playing for Ryan. Uh, their downfall has been not getting the female players involved. Uh, that your to your point and to your point of are they maybe the best team? Uh, that doesn't look like that's going to be an issue this year. So uh, perhaps you're right. Now I see teams like Free Smoke. Uh, they looked pretty legit. Uh, you have Le Petsfuck, who again were in the uh, in the coed uh, one or coed A. I don't know. Don't remember. Top coed. Yeah, top of coed. Uh, they were in the finals. Uh, you do have uh, who else is uh, looks like a contender here? Uh, easy fun, right? Uh, although it's not Jeremy White throwing, it appears um, they'll still be fine. Like it, they're they're it, still a ridiculous team. Exactly. So there's. I don't think the jury's out yet on as Fast and Not Furious being the number one contender uh, in COVID. All right. We'll see. We'll see. And uh, we'll, we'll perhaps gamble on it later in the show. Um, 
Vortex from the women's division have scored 81 points in the first two games. Gabriel Vanier has thrown 10 touchdowns and has 132.9 QBR. I got to catch a glimpse of them while we were playing our co-ed game. Yeah. And I saw her just stretching the field constantly. Awesome. I couldn't watch more of the game because obviously we're playing. Yeah. But it looked like the most fun offense, not in the women's, in FPF. Like Ooh. she's just taking shots all the time. Okay. Women's is a little different. That A, you need to get to half field yep. to get a first down. And B, um, it's five on five. So there's a little more, even though... The field is tighter. It's still as long, so you still yes. have more space. Yes, and you start at the five. And you start at the five, So, yeah. like, like moving and being a bit more aggressive is part of the women's division. Yeah. And they and they fit the bill. That, that To me, that's it. Like, they just a glimpse uh, to me showed me that they looked to be um, every bit the sort of top-tier women's team because not only – did they look athletic? Not only do they look like they, they can play the game, but they really seem to understand the feel of the women's division. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so now, uh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So like, given the way you're hyping them up, mm -hmm. uh, from what I saw, they seem to be a bit more the younger on the younger side. Yeah. Maybe not so. But we saw a young team win in coed. Uh, yeah, in, in co women's women's. W sorry, in the women's. Volts, yeah. Um, with the Volts in yeah. was it last fall? It was or last the spring. winter season. Winter. Oh, it was winter. Yes. yes it yes. was starting to but get it, nice. It, That's it, why I'm remembering it. Ended it ended in April. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but sure. And I like the thing is, is that the young teams are going to compete because these girls have been playing throughout high school. Yeah. That's, Th the, that's the evolution in FPF. That's the difference. Whereas, yes. like, when I started, it was a bunch of old guys who were done with tackle. Mm -hmm. That's not the case anymore. The, the, there are flag players, there are people who played just this game. And uh, it's no more true than in the women's division. Um, Virginie Obumenal, I want to draw attention to her. She was targeted nine times, eight catches, 131 yards, two touchdowns. Like, you know, and she didn't even lead her team in touchdowns, but she was the most explosive player. Mm -hmm. Like that, that, that to me is, is wild. Um, and, you know, on the other side, you know, in the, let's say the Red Nation game specifically, um, A, it's surprising to see, Red Nation not be able to do anything on defense considering that's their calling card. Yep. But Allison Sobel, you know, being okay, but just not really converting, not being as efficient as she needs to be, that's going to be the next step for her, right? Yeah, uh, against teams like, uh, like you're saying, like Vortex, uh, against teams like Le Brut, uh, those, those two, to me, are the class of the division uh, entering uh, this season. Let's see, uh, let's see if they can continue. But that was my point with Vortex is – not, I'm not concerned necessarily about their youth and their small stature, but against a team like Brut, yeah. who are experienced as well, uh, and and a, a, you know a bit of a bigger, yeah. uh, more mean and like. And Why are great they mean? Because they're Brut. <laughs> okay, you're right. They called. It's not us like, calling you that. Like, come on, I'm, you I'm, called yourself that, exactly. and that has been mansplaining <laughs> with Iggy and Peas. Um, no, but in all seriousness, uh, but they're like they're very tough to defend, and the style is so different. That Brut are very methodical. They're yes. they're a machine. Yes. Like there's there's no thinking. Exactly. The, the, the right decision is here, 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 here. And like with Gabriel Vanier, it's it's art. It's impressionism. It's, right. It's you're not you're not sitting in a trigonometry class. You're watching Van Gogh paint. Like that's sure. that's the difference to me. Wow, art, music. You definitely don't work in the school. <laughs> I do. I do. I, oh, okay. I do. Um, although my school is one of, of the culinary, culinary arts. Yes. Um, the Lou and the Louvre struggled to get things going week one. Uh, the two teams combined for six points in the opening week. 
Um, is it too early to hit the panic button, or are there just adjustments that need to be made to playing in FPF women's division? Sure, maybe a little bit of, uh, of the two. Uh, I wouldn't hit the panic button uh, just yet. Uh, I, you know what? I want to see when these two teams face off against. Mocon is at the field, and we have a sponsored uh, segment where we do need to get a live look in at the action. Um, so as there is a Tier 2 game going on, it's uh, Sweat and Beers uh, playing against Friends Without Danny. I'm, I'm curious to see how this game is going, mm-hmm. and Mo will give us... Uh, is he, is he scorekeeping that field? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I oh. asked him in advance uh, because look, these this is it's it's important for us to get input because we're not there at the field mm-hmm. on Thursday, obviously. I wish. Hello. Hey, buddy. Hey, PJ, how you been, man? Wonderful. How are you? Good. Uh, Laurie's already struggling, and we're not even ten minutes into the shift. Uh, Mo, just put put the webcam on. Come on, <laughs> get that new webcam. Uh, that you know what? Tech. The new webcam will be on tomorrow morning for your delight, boys and girls. Okay. Only All fans, right. man. Only fans. I, I got to say, that I was the only one. I was the only one who looked good enough for webcam for the last meeting, Mo. So, uh, <laughs> the uh, the one thing I wanted to get to before we so we'll get to uh, the sweat and beers and friends without Danny. Uh, report, but uh, thank you also for updating us about uh, Lori's well-being because it's really important to, us to see how well she's fitting in with the FPF community. Mo Eagle pointed out something. Um, it's getting colder, and as it we noticed, there's less oh, bugs. There's less. It's okay. You can swear. It's not. It's not my company. Um, <laughs> yes, less, less bugs. There was. There was that yeah, spray. Uh, have you noticed spray. that there's there's less bugs around, or is it still too early? Oh, it's the, the best thing ever in the studio, especially. Yeah. Uh, there's no bugs here in Laval. Okay. So, uh, so they're afraid colder. of the earth. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 all the uh, geese are leaving the, the area. Where the geese leaving the area? So, duckstock.org. Mm. Ducks, ducks.org is the way to go and check yeah. out why they're leaving now than in October. So, and are the ducks leaving in an, a balanced formation or are they going like trips? Like a V formation, like overload to the to the right of the V. Oh, like they are overloading. Like they're stacked. Okay. Stacked, yeah, right? they're, they're almost. Yeah, like a, like a like a Iggy stacked formation, you know, or that he has like a quads left or quads right. Iggy getting credit for the stacked formations. I like it. Cool. <laughs> sure. I, yet I don't run any. I, I run all of I them. I know. Yes, you do. Um, anyway, no, uh, live look. Live look. We uh, we'll get back to you later. Thank you so much for that live yeah. look. That live look, of course, was brought to you by uh, no problem. Sportira. No, no, he's very upset at you, by the way. What's the score in the game? I know. I know. 18-6. I know. Eighteen six. No, Mo, that's, a, that's far too much. That's far too much information. We've taken too much of your time. Iggy clearly doesn't get the bit. But thank you, Sportira, for your sponsorship. No problem. Of all right. Uh, this well-dressed moment. I hate you. So you much. watched last week. <laughs> how did you not know how this was going to go? I want a score update. For how? We all want a score update. <laughs> that's the, the point. That's the uh, point. Infuriating. Infuriating. That's also the point. <laughs> I'm expressing the viewer's feelings. No, no, right no. Now. See, the viewer will not have this frustration uh, because they will have the score uploaded by the time this airs. Yeah, exactly. Which is the point. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say about you today? Is it possible to to uh, both love to, to both love somebody and then and sometimes really, 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 really hate them? <laughs> That's you and I today, man. <laughs> I have uh, candy for you, actually. For me? Yes. And the can- the, the oh, I have cookies for you, by the way. Oh. Someone. <laughs> thank you all. I don't eat after seven, but thank you. Uh, it's Mexican candy. Oh, I like Mexican candy. With with the tahines. Nice. I love that stuff. I love that stuff. I put tahine on everything. Is it imported legally? I don't know. I can't say. 
<laughs> so no. Do they come from Martha's Ranch? They're mangoed. Uh, they're like mango candies with uh, like a little bit of like heat on them. I definitely can't have mangoes, or I'll need to leave the show. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. serious. Again, I was gonna kill you. No, no, I'm not. I'm not allergic, but I will need to use the washroom immediately. <laughs> Eagle, can we get a, an evaluation of the Mexican uh, mango candy? Pretty good. I think they're good, yeah. but I think I'd like them better if they didn't have the heat on them. Oh, but that's but that's, that's the thing. That's, that's the Mexican the, that's, candy. That's the Mexican thing. It's, yeah, it's not. It like yeah. I'm surprised you already said it was good because to a North American. It's like, what the hell is this? This is No, candy? the flavor profile is yeah. good and everything. It's yeah. just the heat is overpowering from the mango flavor. I actually enjoy the mango. You yes. know you know who's saying, what the hell is this? Viewers from the Tier 2. Huh? Viewers from Tier 2. Well, what, what the, about the hell them? is this? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so, Rocco Cristiano is throwing for sweat and beers. I have that confirmed. It wasn't oh. just a week one thing. Okay. Um, oh, interesting. I don't know if they knew that Robbie Robinson can <laughs> use the flex cap. Oh. But... Are they better off or worse off with Rocco Cristiano throwing? No, he's a he's a great quarterback. You know, he took Los Penetradores uh, pretty far. Uh, I believe either to a three and seven or four and six record even, and uh, got them into a, a very tough Division C. Uh, of course, you know, Pease, last year you played in Division C. That was a wrecking ball of a division. Yeah, and he he got them into the playoffs. I, so like Div C, I. Th- that was to me proof of the cap success. Like, yeah. it was every week just felt hell. like yeah. you were you went to the field. It and was a playoff game every week. every single week. Every single week felt like playoffs. Yeah, and, and it was amazing. The it's fact that uh, the young Rocco Cristiano, who's by the way, he, if I'm not mistaken, and, and Rocco, correct me if I'm wrong. I I remember you as a receiver at Vanier. Um, I don't think he's a natural quarterback. Right. He might have played quarterback before that, but in his most recent and highest level. Football, he wasn't a quarterback. And he had given it a try and always looked kind of okay. But he's one of these guys who, since the pandemic, kind of had a minute to just think about the game a little bit. And like that, uh, he got got a lot better really quickly. Yeah. That's that's what it appeared to be to me. So he's probably a better receiver. He's an insane receiver. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. He he really is. So having Robbie Robinson throw him the ball, that's a very nice one-two punch there. And he's probably not even he. I, I'll have to check the roster, but he's probably not even the best receiver on the team. Uh, oh, but Rob, Rob Robbie Robinson's eighty-eight point two. He he would really as a receiver. I know as a quarterback, he would oh. really hit that cap hard. And it's a eighty cap. It's an eighty-two cap. I think. So six points times five. 30, yeah, 30, 30 points. points. Yeah, no way. Yeah, you, you, no. you probably can't build a team. Yeah, exactly. That, so. yeah, they, even if they knew about the flex cap, I don't think it works for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. That said. Uh, you know, Robbie Robinson is a Hall of Famer. Yep. So, I mean, uh, while he hasn't thrown as much, and I think that's kind of hindered his development as FPF defenses have changed and gotten more aggressive and more dynamic, um, he hasn't seen that development because he hasn't been throwing throughout that period. And he, I think he was kind of surprised by that last season, uh, which he's going to come back bigger, badder, of course, because of how good he actually is. Rocco's been a part of that revolution. And like at the se- at the epicenter of it, so um, I can I can see him succeeding right away. Friends without Danny, are they in trouble? Without Danny, oh yeah, this I, is this is not a tier two team, right? No, this yeah, this is uh, Jared Buck's quarterback cap uh, being too high for tier three, yeah. and like okay, well, well let's, I, I let's, mean let's it let's makes it makes sense. Yes, I, him alone is good enough to play in this division. 
I think they were missing. <sighs> like again, if they had they're Danny Zamora, they have one of the best players in the FF. Yep. And uh, so you guys talked about that uh, as well last week. Uh, Alexi believes that even with Danny, they're not a tier two team. Yeah. I disagree. With Danny, and then you a- you add back Justin Santillo. That's a very nice one two punch on attack. Is Justin Santillo anybody else's in tier two? Anybody? Any other team's second best receiver? Uh, could be, could be second or third. Uh, but then you know then, which team? I uh, there's too many. There's too many there's for me. Too, there's too many that he would be the second receiver on. <laughs> no, no, Eagle. there's not many. Not you, many. Okay, are, yes, <laughs> I was no. like, wait, I was like, what do you, what do you mean? No, no, no. <laughs> there's, there's like, there's, there's, there's nine teams. First of all, yes. There's not that many teams that he would be the second receiver on. Is my point. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, maybe Team Ethnic. After William Bissonnette, he's probably number number two. Yeah. Uh, not too many. I, I didn't see the game changers lineup. That's the Anton Sakic uh, uh, squad. Sakic. Sakic. Oh, Sakic. He's. he's now, now you ruined his name for me. Sakic. <laughs> it's Sakic for me. He's he's new to me. Uh. Like maybe he's below Armin Bala there. I don't. But even even Marty that, Friedman Ma- maybe and Matthew Ull. So may no no he's not even number two on there. Yeah, Louis Philippe Paquette and Matthew Ull are better receivers, and they, that's not a one was university receiver profile. and one is just a behemoth human. Um, just as a deal is good, by the way. I, I yeah. don't mean this uh, to yeah, disparage yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. I'm just saying. Like this is a very talented division where if he's your third receiver, that's a really good team. Right. So if they have Danny Damore, um and Justin Santillo and a third piece, the third piece would have been Benjamin Bork. But yeah, he got, that's true. And Benjamin Bork's injury, of course, that's it's a huge because we've talked about it. So yeah. I assume we talked about it on the show. We didn't. We talked about it exactly in person. In person <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's a huge loss for this team. So they're if they were already. You know, missing Danny Demore, uh, and now missing Benjamin Borg. This is definitely not <laughs> not a tier two team, and that's kind of the thing with the roster construction uh, in FPF. The higher you go up, you know, you're as you're as good as your quarterback is. You still need to surround yourself with better pieces. You know, uh, I ended up getting Marvin Steinberg into tier three because I because I could. I had the cap space for it. There was a weird amount of cap space I found in fall in tier for yeah. all tiers. Yeah. All tiers seemed. Well, it was too tier, tight. Actually, except for tier one, but yeah. It was too tight before, yeah. I believe. And now it's it was wide open, I think. A, a um, little a, a little bit. We'll adjust it. We'll adjust it as time goes on. Well, also season. remind yourselves that... We never we, had four tiers. We, yeah, exactly. We're at yeah. four tiers now. Usually we're at five or six, potentially. And because of that, we usually work... like The the smallest team you're going to make is usually around 55 times six, so 330. That's really like our lowest of lows. And then the highest you're ever going to get is somewhere in like the 540 range, like 690s. It can go higher depending on what team you build, but that's usually the range to do, right? So you're looking at 200 points to cover four tiers type of thing. So it's about 40, 50 points a tier. Usually we give more room at the top because, of course, that's where you can kind of build like super rosters usually. But we're trying to be a little bit more tight around that and everything. And the same thing at the lower tier, we want to give you some wiggle room too so you can still be competitive but not be, you know, a brand new team off the streets, the only person that can fit there. So it has to be somewhere in that middle tier, which is why we have these looser, if you want to call it, ranges versus before we split it five ways six way etc which means they have to be much tighter to add to that a's and b's right for a for b which cuts uh yeah. d- another tier into like semi-tier so it doesn't split it in half but it lowers down that threshold sure. as well it, it's just fall is never going to feel like the other seasons because of that that there's just not enough teams to to really divide the league the way we'd like to 
Um, and so you'll see, you'll see, but you know what? Like the players kind of know that going in. And it's just a different experience, and it's a way that you get to play with Marvin Sniper, for example. Yeah, exactly. So it's also a way you, you can, like, test out rosters or, like, hey, I want to try playing against these guys or with these guys and everything, and especially this year because everyone makes playoffs. It's not like you're like, oh, well, that's 2000 bucks down the drain type of thing, right? Yeah. Like, you can still, you know, build that chemistry and potentially, you know, get ready for the winter season. And then maybe you have a couple of upsets in the playoffs. It's a, it, it still ends up being a lot of fun. It's just yeah. a different type of fun. Yes, exactly. Um, but they were missing one or that one extra free agent yeah. on the team. So... We just played our first game with Vincent Chung. Yeah. And uh, in Tier 2. Mm-hmm. I was really, I've already I've been impressed with him since I've seen him play the first time. Um, then I saw him with the Stoics team in the playoffs. And then now he's throwing for Save Turtles in, in Tier 4. I was impressed with him on the field with us in Tier 2. But yeah. I think I'm more impressed with him in his quarterbacking, not debut because he's thrown before, but yeah. the first season he's embarked as quarterback – um, so that's a different kind of pressure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he oh, goes wow, out yeah. there, throws six touchdowns, one interception. The one interception came back for for a touchdown. So we were joking about it, saying he, he threw was. seven touchdowns. Yeah, he he was <laughs> saying I threw a touchdown on every on every drive. Yeah, I told for seven. I told him, hey, listen, man, just because you throw a very catchable ball, I, yeah. I know the feeling. I know the yeah. feeling. Yeah. Um, uh, that's how you threw zero interceptions in Kuwait. Your ball's not catchable. That's what I decided. Fifty-one <laughs> TDs, you know. Well, it's not catchable. Though. It's not catchable. Yeah. Um, the receiver, the receivers doing all the work. Ask Lodi. It's not catchable. <laughs> not catchable. I, she told me that, and confidence. Um, so yeah, like it, it's largely, it's largely the uh, Save the Turtles roster. Yep. Right. Sebastian Noel playing receiver. Mm-hmm. So he's on the team. Yo, he's just good. not throwing. Yeah. And it's cool to to actually see a guy let his ego go enough to be like, well, let's try this. Let's see if this works better. You're missing something. This has been done before already. He hasn't always been the That's quarterback. True. There's been the Simon Imbac, uh, the third or the second uh, on the team, who's thrown. Uh, he's also on the team, of, he, which is also on yeah. the team, and he's a. Very so it's good, not, but okay, they're both very. But good even receivers. more to my point, it's the all of them seem to have be okay with taking the backseat and not sure. having the ego of like, yes. uh, well, no, I'm throwing. I'm the quarterback. Get out of my way, and and seeding the the floor to Vincent Chung, and all of the versions of Turfels have looked good. Very competitive, always yeah. a competitive team. So I have no, I have no doubts and no reservations to say that he's a leading candidate for quarterback of the year. I mean, maybe uh, Justin Goodman. He was already in the in the talks in Division E last year of quarterback of the year. He was in that top three. Um, but though you know, starting off six touchdowns, one interception, two hundred nineteen yards. Against the step bros, these aren't the step bros from the winter uh, season. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty much the, what were they last? The pillow talkers. The, pillow talkers, yeah. The constant uh, court, uh, cap violators of, uh, of Division E. That's That was a pretty tough defense to go against. They, the, these They're guys, ridiculous athletes. Yeah. I, like I had trouble uh, with them. I mean, I probably put up a stat line like four TDs, two interceptions um, in Division E against them last year. So to put up forty, cap not violated, yes, not even close. I checked. It's uh, great. Yes, I, yeah. I checked. Don't worry. So to just okay. So maybe they don't have all the studs that they had <laughs> in Division E last year, um, but it's still a very difficult defense to go up against, and. You know, it's again not his first uh, crack at quarterback, but his first crack in a long time. Uh, and to put up forty points, sixty Ds, to over two hundred passing yards—that's impressive. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree absolutely. Um, the the class of the division, based on um, pedigree so far, mm-hmm. uh, penetrators and save the turtles. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yes. 
Um, also, um, I learned, by the way, that WIB 2.0 yeah. uh-huh. is ver- very obviously West Island Boys 2.0. Uh. <laughs> I was talking to Skylar Bailiff okay. uh, <laughs> over text, over uh, uh, Instagram this week. He messaged me. He's like, hey, just you know, just some info about our team. Um, I'm not going to profile them per se here. I'm going to save that for an article. But um, I do want to talk about sort of that middle class of teams Two Squad, Primetime, West Island Boys 2.0. Teams we've seen have some success, but not really be able to get over that that hump. Primetime, their hump has come at the finals. <laughs> um, yeah. But we saw them get undressed in the finals. And then Toon Squad and West Island Boys being good competitive teams, just not be the, you know, the, the top of the class. Who do we think uh, has the best chance to become the next top of the class and why? Before that. Wib. What what did you think the acronym was for? I just thought it was Wib. I thought like work in progress. Bro- progress. That's yeah. not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, waking up in basements. Okay. <laughs> Two point <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the second like, time. Doing it the first time wasn't dangerous enough. <laughs> but you try it a second time. Eagle, what's your shot at the Wib? Uh, well, it's topical. Washington in boundaries. Inbounds. Okay. It would be the first time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Eagle, where are we with Miles Gib- with Miles Gibbon? Where are we with Miles Gibbon? Yeah, I don't understand the question. I asked you to see if he played U Sports. Oh yeah, no, oh, he, he didn't did. do that. Where are we with other podcasts that have been running, running longer than? I actually normal? looked that up and then I closed the tab. Mm-hmm. So the audience can see here what I'm working with, right? Like. <laughs> Some of them can see, others are. Others can hear. Yes. I'm, I'm, yes. Okay. Right. Uh, so what you're hearing is the silence of frustration. Uh, so uh, out like of those, it. out of mm. those three, I like it. Mm. Out of those three, so uh, between Toon Squad, Primetime, and the the West Island Boys 2.0, I like Primetime to uh, to emerge uh, out of those three teams. Uh, I do like uh, the what Toon Squad have. They've kind of literally tuned up their squad uh, in adding uh, Adam and Tell. Uh, no, no, you can't make that reference. They were called Toon Squad before. I know. Yeah. So before, they tuned it up. They did the same thing. They kept the roster in a good spot. It'd be cool if they lost the player and then called the team Untuned Squad. <laughs> Untuning. Untuned. Untuned. Detuned Squad. Uh-huh. So I like what they did with adding uh, Adam and Tell, uh, putting... Uh, it's Dylan? No. Uh, Ross Gardner or Gardner Ross. I always mix the, the two. He has two first names. As yeah. L- as l- or as, yeah. Uh, I, I, I like Does that. Does he have two first names and two last names? <laughs> Ross Gardner. Gardner Ross. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So it's confusing. Yeah. I always I always mix them up. Um, he took a back seat. Let Adam and Tell who had uh, that surprises me. I not because like again I know we talked about like letting go of the ego and yeah. doing what's best for the team, but I actually really like Garner Ross and how he yeah. uh, was he's developing because he's a left-handed QB. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. And all of us have daddy issues as we discovered last week. Yep. Um, but I I was uh, surprised to see that just because again in his case I thought I thought. He was getting a lot better and doing it really quickly, and uh, but look, but so was Adam Antel too. But so, but <laughs> so it's just the case for Adam Antel, and clearly, uh, you know, he has a friendship with these guys on the team, and uh, they asked him to join, and, and uh, you know what? Hopefully, it, it serves them for the best. Um, 
I kind of like the direction primetime was heading in towards the end of last yeah, season. Yeah, that was my choice. Um, okay, I thought you were going Toon Squad. No, I, I was I was just giving a little nod. To I'll Toon let you Squad. do the I'll let you do them and no, I'll no, do West no, Island go, Boys. Go, 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 go. Um, <laughs> like I, you don't know the show. No, I said I'm picking primetime and, and and but I was giving some recognition to Toon Squad. Fair. So they're outside looking in. Yeah. Oh, a lot. Um, yeah, I just, I like what they've done. I know they tied the first game. Daniel Spina staying at quarterback. Yeah. I think it's important for them to stick yes. with the quarterback. Um, they've made so many changes in two years. Uh, we know that the defense is good. Um, I love Ethan Adrian as a rusher. Um, I love the uh, guys, like the, the two-way players, guys like uh, Alessio Muro and uh, George Jodis. Yep. Um, like, I like the, what they bring to the team. There's a couple of new uh, names, new faces on the team as well. So I want to see how they fit in. But that core of Zerjotis, uh, Ethan Adrian, uh, Daniel Spina, Alessio Muro, um, that to me is very dynamic. Yeah, that's going to pose a lot of problems. Uh, just for, like, for example, with their next opponent. Um, wait, did they? No, they were playing Red Dragons next. Uh, tonight, actually, at 8 o'clock. In seven minutes, they, uh, they are playing the Red Dragons. That's a team that they are, I'm going to go with a 14.5 point spread. Um, for prime time, so like by that's an easily a two, uh, two to three score uh, game advantage that they have over Red Dragons. Uh, although I, I kind of like Red Dragons. What we saw there, they're coming back from the winter season. Um, they are they remind me of that easy, fun, easy W uh, family of uh, family of football young football players. Uh, took some time to get used to the flag game in, in the winter, um, but I, I they uh, they had I believe a good outing in week one. Uh, Red Dragons that is a thirty five shellacking thirty five zero shellacking over deep balls. Your favorite team <sighs> name, your favorite team name ever. Look, and I love balls. I love balls as much as the next guy. Yeah. You say that the, the my 2000 ball is a dinosaur egg. It's the treasure. most beautiful dinosaur egg that's ever it's existed. It's a beautiful ball. Yeah. Absolutely. And and I my prized possession is my balls. Um mm-hmm. I literally take them everywhere I go. Yeah. He names so it F2000. <laughs> F2000 and F2000 also yeah. because F2002 is a different ball. <laughs> um, F2001. Yeah. So you know, taking a look quickly at, and, and again, I don't want to go too deep into the profile because yeah. we're going to talk about them uh, throughout the season, and I, I intend to do something in my article for them as well. Mm-hmm. But Skylar Bailiff throwing, yeah. we're like, okay, well, that's a hit at receiver. But then you look at the receiving core, yeah. Nick DiMalo, yeah. Julian McLaren-Thompson, yeah. and Zach Stacy. That's that's dangerous. As that's well. it. That, like we talked about, is is <laughs> Justin Santillo your, your best Second best receiver on any other team in tier two. I don't think he's the second best receiver in this roster <laughs> in tier like, three. That's a good point. Yeah. He's not even the the, the best. Ro- like he's if you include the quarterback, he's he's the fifth guy. You know what I mean? Like, and again, no shade. Yeah, that's just how talented. Yeah. this group is. Nick Damalo's speed is insanity. Oh, he's he's crazy fast. Yeah, Julian McLaren Thompson, excellent. Um, and Zach Stacy, we've already seen what he's done against this type of competition. I t- take that that week one loss with a grain of salt, um, and they lost the penetrators, of course, who are also yes. what we said class of the division. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. their team is going to get better as the season goes on, I believe. Yeah, that could be definitely be a playoff matchup deep into that uh, b- double and single elimination bracket. These uh, ben- penetrators and West Island boys, two point Absolutely. Um, yeah. Did, did I? Okay. Did you copy and paste tier one, or did you just m- drag it? Because we talked about these topics, and 
Oh, yes. I forgot to eliminate one. Yes. That's a good point. Do it. Silence. Silence me. Silence. Thank, thank you, Eagle. Thank you, Eagle, for actually silence. I have a button for this. I'm aware of this button. Nobody can hear you say that, Iggy. God damn it. That's what the button does. All right. And yet it was still there. You didn't delete it. No. Good job. Good job. Yep, I'm doing it. Oh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna delete the rest of the script so you can't see it. That's fine. I've okay. done the show with Mo before. Mm. I don't know if it's the script. Okay. Um, yeah, that was the best one. Mo was like, ah, oh, we'll just wing it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. I guess we'll go where Mo wants to go. Um. To so <laughs> Iggy, there's a hundred percent total. You need to decide. A percentage total of what you think will happen. It's like, will Kevin Wyatt throw five touchdowns this week? 100%. Yeah, and then it's like, you'll ask another question. So I guess it's 0% that Dan Lazaro will throw four touchdowns. It's like, well, no, I didn't I didn't know that all your questions had to add up to 100%. Oh. You had like four questions, but <laughs> your percentage of confidence, what? the four of them needed to add up to 100%. That makes no sense. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, we used to argue about it on show because it's the show and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. But it was low-key my favorite segment because of how ridiculous it was. Yeah, that doesn't make any because sense. Because all the sports media is ridiculous. Also, so. Kevin Wyatt throwing five TD passes would be 0%. He's not playing in the Fall Cup. Well, whatever. I'm just saying as, I'm exa- just as saying, an example. Yes, I know. Um, I'm, I'm saying it against myself. I said 100%, <laughs> but then I realized, no, it's zero. He might still do it. Yeah. Because if someone needs a quarterback, it calls in. him up. Yeah. Um, so the onside kick rule is in effect. It is. You and I have already ran it. Yeah. I'm one for two. Actually, you almost ran it twice because yes. <laughs> I threw back to you on one play. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you got a roughing the passer, and then we had an easy convert. Yeah. Convert. Um, that was cool. Great sell job. Um, hey, I got, I got <laughs> no, hit, got, I got yo, hit hard. I got hit hard on the yo, arm. Yo, I've been hit by Chris Brockwell before. It's not fun. That wasn't Chris Brockwell. That <laughs> oh, was, was Jason it? Rossi. Oh, same. Hey, he hit me hard. Same. <laughs> he, he, he apologized three times. Oh, like, it's a, dude, it's, sorry. It's, and you. it's not guys trying to hurt no, you. No, They're just no, guys no. Who, who break down hard on yes, you. Yes, yes. That was exactly it. And and I've been hit by both those guys. It's it's like someone swinging a, a bag of bricks at your chest. Yeah. Yeah. It was exactly like that. Yeah. But yeah, so... I'm one and one. Um, you are you. You ran it unsuccessfully. Yeah. Uh, we talked to Stephen Harper. Saad. He only ran in one of his games because his other game he was blowing at the other team, yeah. so it wasn't worth it to run. Um, but he's one and one. Um, what do you feel like the players? Anecdotally, what have players told you about it? Do they like it? Do they like the dynamic that's been added to the game? I'm going to give a bit of both the anecdotal but more my impression on it. Um, yeah, in general, it's it's like, I, I think, uh, is the consensus um, I'm, I'm getting. Uh, no one's flat out told me I hate it. Uh, now, I don't believe it's being put to use in the way it was intended. It was its intention. It's be put to use the way you and I immediately thought it'd be put to use, right? Y- yeah. Once the rule came out. I mean, the the so a, a bit of uh, like a minute background on, on on it. So it's always been brought up by players during the rules. So do do a week. reset so that uh, Jeremy can clip this. Uh huh. So I'm don't say it. Say the onside kick. Yes, the the onside kick uh, is a uh, a notion. training on the job. It's been notion. <laughs> it's a show behind the show. It's a notion. Now, the onside kick is a notion that uh, FPF players 
I've always br- brought and raised up during the rules committee week where we uh, where Eagle posts uh, allows players to post the rules that they would suggest for FPF to implement. And this one's always been there year after year, even though once it gets voted down, it gets voted down for, for two years. Anyways, this year with, with the fall keep cup being what it is, it's a experimental season for, for FPF. So we decided to implement one rule that being the onside kick rule. Now the main goal of it, because what infuriates me, you there's five minutes left in the game. You're down by nine. The other team has the ball. Let's say you stop them, but they've chewed up two or three minutes off that five-minute clock. Game over. The game's already over, and I'll explain it a bit more. But they've chewed up three minutes out of the five. So there's two minutes left in the game. You have the ball. You have to bust. You have to haul bleep and score under those two minutes. You, you literally have a minute and a half to score. And even if you do score, there's, there's probably five plays left in the game. You, you can only get eight points if you score the touchdown and the, the two-point convert. You're giving the, the team uh, the ball back, and they just have to get a first down. And that's if you ran it into the end zone with two, under two minutes, and they don't get a first down. You need essentially two stops on defense and a score and the, ex- the two-point convert. Maybe you don't need it to get back into the game. The onside kick, you still need to stop the defense at least once with yeah. that five minutes. You get to score and then get the ball back with the onside kick. That was the kind of intention. And like, ah, I'm back in the game. The game's not over with five minutes left and I don't have the ball. That was the intention. But then we said, okay, so only if you're down, are you allowed to use it? But then it's like, we're penalizing teams who or are being successful. For, being, for winning. So we're like, okay, well then both teams are allowed to use it. And it doesn't have to be under seven minutes left in the game or whatever. So both teams are allowed to use it at any. Well, it's time. like an onside kick; you can run it at any time of the game. But that's that. That was your that was your counter argument. Is that well, like in any other game, you can run the onside kick. It's just not by surprise. You're declaring it on yeah. like right away. But yeah, that and and honestly, on an onside kick, you could score a touchdown if you run it all the way into the end zone. And if the other team gets the ball, I mean, usually the play's dead. They take a knee, but they can run it back. For they can a, run it back for a score. They can run we, it back. We had that clarification with the referees. Yes, exactly. So if you get picked off on the onside kick, if you get a safety on an onside kick and you're on the offense, those are two points against you. Those are six points against you if it's a pick six. That'll have to be a real. Yes. It's yeah, fine. It was, it was long. We need reels too. No, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so... So all, all to say, that was the design for it, but now yeah. it's being utilized to like gain a, an extra possession when you're up, uh, like a sc- you 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 scored and you're starting with the ball in the second half, so you score at the end of the first half, score at the beginning of the first half, and then using the onside kick to essentially go three p- straight possessions. Now there is the there is risk there too because if you don't convert, now the momentum that you just had swung in the opposite fl- favor. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still a risk, but to me. It adds a dynamic to the game yeah, where it there's it there's does. there's a potential for even wider swings, a, a swing where you're down two scores, you score at the end of the half, and then all of a sudden you're up a score because you yep. score again to start the half, and then you score and and then you get the ball back and score again, and now the quarterback who last had a, a two score lead now is down to score, or the other thing happens where okay we're gonna run this before the end of the half, oh my god pick six. And now you're taking the ball back at the end, at the to begin the next half with the, not the same level of emotion you would have had, you know, up a score. You can also 
take away a team's like if they have one play left, you can run an onside kick and remove the option for them to run that last play because it counts as a play. That's that's true. Yeah, you know, so there's there's a lot of ways to me. It, it adds dynamic and. The game has become, uh, especially as you move up, Eagle and I were talking, I, th- I think in Div 1, like scoring is near 90%. Probably. So I'm not surprised. And, uh, and like even the lowest divisions, it's it's over 70%. So See, Somewhere between 65 and 70, sure. It, it, I want to say, like, I think it was spring, so the caliber is a little bit higher. So I think it was yeah. Div E. I think, the, if I'm not mistaken, Eagle, when we talked about it, it was 72%. That's so crazy. like, it, it's basically score, 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 score. Yeah. So you're taking something that was like, you know, kind of, ping pong <laughs> and you're you're adding a dimension it's interesting because we're not adding anything to help the defense we're just making things more complex and interesting for the offense yeah. and that in a way sort of makes the game uh feel a little bit different yeah. um i have heard from some of the higher division players that they're like ah there's a chance this might be gimmicky they want they're willing to give it a chance yeah. but they feel it might be gimmicky but so is the onside kick right like in football yeah it's kind of a gimmick play too right yeah 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 I, uh, so there's, I think, a few things where we got to tweak. Yeah. Because I think the reward is so much greater than the than risk, the, than the risk yeah. of giving up 15 yards. Uh, pretty much you're giving up like 12 to 15 yards depending yeah, on Yeah, because if you throw it to the marker, you're giving up maximum 15 yards. Right? Like, let's right. say you get deflated at the marker, you didn't get across the marker. Yeah. So, so you're what you've lost in field position, possession, uh, field position is 15 yards. Yeah, exactly. So versus a even a if possession. you throw a pick on that play, yeah, you, and and it's deflagged right away, you, you you've lost fifty. Who cares? You lost fifteen. It's yards. fifteen yards. It's. Uh, I think maybe we should like if you don't convert, the other team gets the ball at the ten, or at the eleven yard line, so they can gain a first down. Maybe we'll look at that. Something. Like, something. I like also that. I want to integrate it into converts instead. We talked about this kind yes, of stuff, but yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. get in more into that. But as I still, goes on. I'm I'm curious about something. Yeah. Do you think? We have to increase the punishment from a yardage perspective, or or do you think we need to change the way possessions work on onside kicks? Because okay, here here's an idea: if you have a onside kick attempt that you fail, the opposing defense gets the ball; mm-hmm. they get to drive. Yes. What if the punishment is not this, not just their drive, mm-hmm. but also they get the subsequent drive? I think that's too. That's more gimmicky. because basically you're saying yeah. I'm trying to steal you're your possession, dri- but you're and I screwed up. So I'm giving you your possession. But then the and other team, one but the, the other team could still run an onside. So there's a risk. Well, that maybe that team maybe gets we three can more possessions. Right, well, well, I think I think I think we can add that you risk a timeout. Yes. And I yeah. think that yeah. or um, even like sacrificing an extra point attempt to have to. Well, but that's it. So like like right, right now it's after the extra point. I think it should be. Like you, you go for go for one at five, go for two at ten, go or for the convert, convert uh, uh, onside from, kick. Sorry, from an onside kick from from fifteen. Yeah. So the reason why we didn't go with that one specifically is because it creates still a very tight zone you need to convert in, which will just turn into like jump balls versus. It doesn't. No, I disagree. You no. don't play quarterback. You don't understand. There's nobody running jump ball plays from fifteen. Rather. Or you the area of the field to defend is very yes. very very finite. It versus is. if but you, that's you the have benefit to the defense. That's the thing we're talking about. Yeah, but we're saying all it is is it's injury prone at that point. No. Yes. It, do, when, do you, when you run a play from the 15, is it injury prone? Yeah, to try and get into the end zone? Yeah. If you have to get into the end zone, So we yes. should outlaw scoring from the 15? No. No, because wait, wait. You don't understand. It's either because, an injury risk no, or no, it's wait. not. My, my point is you have to get the ball to a very specific area of the field. It's seven yards in the end zone in order to get the convert, right? Yeah. 
from 15 yards back, that's very difficult, and it has tremendous advantage to the defense. I would say it's not, th- Then how how is it how is it more dangerous than a two point convert? Because a two point convert from the ten. <laughs> Fact. It is. Okay. okay. You're listing a the, fact uh, as no, a reason. The extra, no, the extra five yards gives the defense more time to cover field. Yeah. Which means that they can collapse on balls much quicker because there's so much more that the ball needs to travel. So the way we've done it now... I guess, but like you still have to defend the front and back of the end zone. Yes. And so... But again, know, no, but, but that you, exact same example. If you so build a stack, to, right? Like back, front of the end zone, back of the end zone. The, def- the defense still has to choose and then break on the ball. So, can I? Well, theoretically, you could protect the front of the end zone and have enough time while the ball's in the air to backpedal and bat it down. You can play five lanes and force them to go over your head because you're saying, go over my head, and you can still cover it because you have time to backpedal. It's hard to do that. But I'm saying, but so, away, so the reason, man. but I'm saying the plays that you have, I mean, I guess to you, maybe, maybe like in the lowest divisions, I can see that. But Div four and up, that's still incredibly hard to do. But right, so, like, so the reason the rule's done this way is that as a defense, it's, well, I need to defend this as if they can go anywhere on the field past the marker, right? You're defending a first down marker, but the entire way down. So if you're just going to stack yourself on the first down line, then they just go over your head and GG's. If you play everyone cover three deep, then you have big open holes in the middle of the field or in the front of the first down marker, so GG's. So it's a little bit more strategy in terms of what type of plays the offense is going to use against your defense, what type of defense you want to run, versus just play lanes with a rover. Right, like it's very different. I still think that's that you're you're overestimating how how well the defense can cover from 15 yards away. I think to me, 15 yards away is the most dangerous part of the field for a quarterback. Not if you have to get it into a very particular spot. I guess, I guess, because you're not. You, other normal defenses will have to defend the rest of the. You have to defend yards. the whole field versus now I have to defend seven yards. I guess. Yeah. I liked though those. I was I iffy agree, on it. But I, I, I like, though, that we were down, like, 28 points in the game, and I didn't feel out of it yeah, like, and, because and of also, the onside kick. We momentarily had sort of, like, you know, boost energy. We scored, and we came back into the game, and then, of course, they scored again, and we couldn't catch up. But right. just to say, like, you know, instead of it like, gave us life in the second half. Yeah. yeah. Uh, instead of, like, okay, well, this game's over. We're down 21, 28 points. Well, if we convert the we, we score, if we convert the onside kick, we're getting the ball back. And if you hurry up the offense like we did, you have a chance at getting back into a game a lot more than if that, that possibility wasn't there. Agreed. Uh, let's call Mo, see what's going on in uh, the Tier 3 game between Sulefes and Arush. I'm so mad at you for giving the game away. I don't understand. Who gave, gave away the bit. <laughs> Again? No, you give away the bit for a second. Hey, how's it going, Mo? You're my favorite person working for the media in FPF, by the way. Excellent. We have a new nickname for Lori. It's now her name is Rudy. Rudy? Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's the nickname Rudy now. (laughs) Nope, not that Rudy. (laughs) Not that Rudy, to be clear. Is she working to steal me? (laughs) To be be clear, we're not referencing Rudy Giuliani, right? No, not, not, not Rudy Giuliani. Football, no, 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 no. Because uh, so like, do, do you mean that instead of instead of appearing at the field, she went to the Four Seasons Auto Repair? Yes, with uh, dripping uh, hair color coming down her forehead or something yeah. like that, you know? So, so wait, Mo, does that make you the groundskeeper? Oh, nice. No. Can you like not. do like a really slow clap in like uh, <laughs> one of those fedora hats type of thing? I'm doing a slow clap to her right now. We got, we're catching it on audio, man. Very well. Very well done. You have a nice clap. Yeah. Very echoey clap. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. doing the clap so, right now in front of Rudy. 
He got uh, solid fast against the Russian, even though Iggy yeah, already... yeah, seven six lead. Yeah, uh, thank you for giving the score update because Iggy ruined the bit. Yes. Uh, anyway, so you might as well uh, continue to ruin yeah. the bit. That's why you're useful yeah. information for our audience who will know. The oh, hold on, what, what time did uh, Iggy show up today? Late, late, late. Traffic, shocker. Late. Traffic, shocker. Look at the messages. I, Mo, I walked shocker. from six miles away and I got here before Iggy. Shocker. Six miles. I would. Oh, the, the, the duck and the geese are flying over now. I don't know where they are, but they're over my head right now. Oh, geese. nice. Oh, that, that's really what we called. Yeah. Oh, they do like a they do like a pine tree uh, formation. A pine tree. Pine form. tree. Oh, like a. Is this yeah. like a forest nice. cake all over again? Perhaps <laughs> we, black forest cake. We do, uh, you know, and we'll get to, of course, uh, your um, your insights about Sudefes and Arush uh, in a moment. But I we'll, just uh, gave it I, I know, I know, but uh, again, you're also now ruining the bit. Like, Iggy, I'm very upset with my, my teammates here. Um, but the uh, I want to know, this weekend, uh, should I get you a forest cake? Well, isn't... Uh, I'm good. Hey, Rudy, you want a forest cake on Saturday or what? You want a forest cake on Saturday, Rudy? She's had no idea. Uh, we can do a forest cake. Uh, what, is that, what is the wife want, though? Uh, actually, one. we're 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 making a dessert as well. We have some plan. Uh, we're yeah, not yet fun. sure the exact direction, but uh, the meat will be. Well, the meat will be done tomorrow. Nope, some of it will be done at uh, five a.m. We're starting at five a.m. But anyway, nobody <laughs> oh, knows what we're talking about. So, <laughs> thank you, Mo, for your insights, and that has no been problem. the game recap. Uh, brought to you by Sportira. Stay informed. Stay in uniform. Are we watching uh, Thursday night football here? Obviously, <laughs> yes. Again, <laughs> ruiner of all the things. I love it. No, we're working very hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> Al Michaels is on. You're going to be that guy at work, right? Yes. Where it's like, hey, did someone put beers in the he fridge already, in front of management? He already <laughs> said, he yeah. already said, stop checking your fantasy lineup where yes. nobody could see while I sent him up to speak for 90 seconds. I did. I did say that. Stop doing it. Oh, baby. This is so going to be a, this is going to be a great game. We're going to get shut down. This 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 uh, podcast is going to get like shut down. Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> Can you return to the show? No, I'm distracted <laughs> by Khalil Mack. Speaking of Khalil Mack, Threat Level Midnight. Yes, they uh, they have. He uh, would be great in that film. <laughs> they have lightning on their uh, on their shirts, so it does make sense. In an eight-game shortened FPF Fall Cup season, can they climb through the fa- the infamous 0-2 start to make the playoffs and double a- double, a- double as a double elimination team? Uh, that's already what a quarter of the season uh, gone for them. Uh, unfortunately, uh, well, all teams do make the playoffs, as we said before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you risk being a single elimination team versus a double elimination team. Right, exactly. So their two games they lost were. Uh, I was surprised by this one. Uh, the aforementioned Sulefes, a thirty-five to six loss, uh, and then a um, which was surprising. But then a, tw- a much closer game in uh, in their second one. Which again, why are there double headers in like? Uh, I thought this was a spring thing. I thought it was done. It's like, because of the uh, shortened uh, weeks of Thanksgiving in the first week. It's almost like we should have had regular weeks Sunday to Thursday. Well, either way though. Thanksgiving would have thrown a wrench in that because we shouldn't be playing on Thanksgiving yes. Sunday and Monday. It's nonsense. It, it, exactly. You mean Labor Day, by the way. And no, Labor, he, one of it also means, Thanksgiving. He sure. means Thanksgiving. But also Labor Day as well. Yes. But we started Labor Day week, yeah. and that's why we had the initial issue with the schedule. Yeah. Anyway, so they lost uh, 21 to 12 uh, against Killer Killer Rays. 
who's the quarterback for this team? I mean, the way it normally goes is that they alternate threat level midnight. Uh, they alternate quarterbacks between Matt Demol and uh, and who, who again? Matt Demol. And, uh, Justin Lemieux. And yeah, yeah, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Lemieux. Joe. Yeah. Joe Lemieux. Uh, Joe Lemieux was there game one, uh, and he was the starting quarterback in the spring season. Um, Matt Demol there for the second game, the tighter of the two. Um, uh, so this would normally be his his season to uh, to quarterback. But Matt Demol wasn't physically at the first game. Correct. So yes. maybe that's why I I'm with you. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was talking to uh, Tyler Gerberg of Killeries. Yes. Yeah. He uh, he said he was um, surprised to see Matt Demo throwing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they thought there'd be Joe throwing because he threw the first game, right? Right. And I told him, well, that they do kind of do this alternating thing and so on. So um, this is both an embarrassment of riches in terms of number of quarterbacks on this team that could throw versus which one do you actually want. To me, it's Matt Damon. It's yes. The, the, maybe not the most talented, but the best uh, quarterback, best signal caller, best reader of defenses on the oh, team. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, scrambling. Where, oh. But even, but you don't know what Jolimi was. Like, right, he was okay. the scrambling QB like, really? yeah, when he was on FT, FOTC. Okay. Um, and you know, Alex Gertin is thrown as well. Very mixed yeah. results. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But he's high, he's, his, the highs of, were like insanely high and the lows were very low. Okay. Um, so if, if you're doing a power ranking, it's probably in that order where you have Matt Damon on top, yeah. uh, Joe Lemieux, and uh, a little bit further off is Alex time. But, I mean, even if, he, if he's starting for you for a week, it's not the worst thing in the world. Oh, no, 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 absolutely not. Now, it's just the personal anecdote here is uh, both teams uh, or the threat level midnight in the spring season uh, playing against Kiss My Vultures, my team. One, we lost like 47 to 12 with against Matt Damon, and the other one we won in the playoffs by it was again it was it was close but it was like 28 uh, 24 type of type of game. Yeah. So uh, they've dropped the first two games that we talked about, but when does their schedule get easier in your <laughs> eyes? True. I saw this I saw this when when uh when Iggy cuz Iggy brought this onto the uh, onto the script. I I saw it and I was like, yeah, that's like Bruins are next Bruins are arguably the best team in the division. Ravens are strong as well. Trap Stars recently won a championship. Um uh, Diamond Boogie, I guess they're... Bougie. Diamond Bougie, sorry. Boogie. <laughs> yeah, listen, there's a lot going on. You can maybe call them Boogie. I have so <laughs> many bets on this game. You can, you can probably call them Boogie uh, in, uh, in Halloween in October. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Boogie. Diamond Boogie. Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, but Warriors yeah, so m- maybe Rush. there. Maybe that's the spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They ha- they have one of the harder schedules, though, I think. In, uh, that's and so well, fast, I yeah. think, w- I thought was a game they could compete in, and they really didn't. They, they had... Uh, I, I don't understand that one. That the, to only put up six, that no. Yeah, it's not even the allowing thirty-five because you know Solifes is going to score. Yeah, but, but yeah, 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 yeah. You expect, um, and especially that Julien Prou was he's from that Bandits group originally, um, and now playing with the uh, with Red Level Midnight. So mm-hmm. like you figure that's their gain and a loss for uh, the Solifes core. Yeah. Um, so he wasn't there game one. He was a DMP, but he was there okay. in the game. But either way, he's not two. on Solifes. Yeah, and he's a big defensive oh, yeah, piece, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, so I not entirely surprised by that result, but surprised by the way it happened, kind of thing. Yeah, they're um, in trouble though. They're in trouble. Is the best version of Bandits with Cisse Belanger or Emil Scaff at quarterback? So this season they're uh, they're going with Emil Scaff 
And Cesar Belanger, I believe, has, is leading, uh, again, uh, leading the league in uh, receiving yards as of right now. They've played two games while others have played just one. But I'm going to go with Cecil Belanger as QB. He was in very impressive mm-hmm. last spring. He's throwing darts and dimes out there uh, and in, in a way that Emil Scaff can't. Emil has the better running ability and scrambling ability to get downfield. But I personally, I think like you, we're more of the arm attacking uh, defenses where we prefer that, that the yeah. arm does a lot more damage when, than what the legs can. But uh, Emil Scaff can't do on as a receiver what Cesar Belanger can do as a receiver. I That I'm not sure about. Why Why is that the case? I just, I love Cesar Belanger as a receiver. He just does everything well. Like, I know Emil Scaff's speed is nonsense. But to yeah. me, Cesar Belanger is just uh, someone who knows how to get open, can work in tight spaces, a uh, good route runner. Um, Emil Scaff is just a raw natural talent. And you, you see that even in his quarterback style. Because, yeah. like, He's like we talk about. Yeah, he can he can run he, and he can buy time. And he did run for fifty one yards in this game, but like he still threw six touchdowns. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. like his throwing ability is there as well. Oh, for sure. Um, and maybe, but maybe because of the running, we also don't see the best of him because best of Cipollanger as a receiver because he only attempted fifteen passes in this game. Fair. Uh, and that's a that's a game where you're scoring forty points. Yeah. Now did that hurt him in the voodoo game here because they dropped that game by one. Possibly, uh, voodoo. I, I I can I don't ever know if they're good. <laughs> Up man. and down. I don't ever know. Um, they they did lose that game, and voodoo are the opposite. Voodoo are the they're methodical. That Frank K is never going to run. Um, that offense is all about timing. And you mean Frank Kai? Do we know yet his name? <laughs> it's gotta be K. It's K. It's it can't be Kai. I, even if it's Ka- with, even if it's Kai, I refuse. What is with Alexi's pronunciation? Uh, Drisdale and and Kai and. For the, for a guy who's so eloquent in two languages, he can't speak either one. Where's like I'm did convinced. he not he didn't do his like phonetics growing up like the phonemes? Yeah. Uh, We're gonna get him hooked on phonetics. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like if you look at that score sheet, it's it's wh- exactly what you expect for that game to happen. Is like Patrick Sinama uncovered, um, and mm. then everyone else basically fills in the rest of the receptions for Voodoo. Um, whenever uh, Patrick Sinama uh, has a little bit of coverage on him. And then um, Emil Scaff, this game around, having to throw 40 times, when he has to throw a bunch, it doesn't look the same. Right? Like, when yeah. when he's when he's moving, when the defense gets him some interceptions, that's when he can be efficient. And, and Voodoo will make you march the field. They're hey, not going to allow him. Got to get some, uh, some napkins to wipe off that butter on your hands. Like, geez, six, to t- six for 12? Yeah, obviously, that's always the receiver's fault. Yeah. Always the receiver's fault. As as I've been alluded to yeah. in six for thirteen. Yeah. You're you're right, that drop this week was entirely uh oh, entirely God, your fault. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't. So yeah, so um but d- all that to say is that um Emil Scaff's got great receivers around him. Yes. Um and, and I guess the loss is kinda why you're questioning it, but I just think no. that, that with Emil Scaff they need to be game script dependent where uh with Cesar Belanger it doesn't matter. Yes. But I think the overall team if Play if they play that script might be better with this configuration. Okay, yeah, okay. It's a lot of qualifiers though. Well, e- exactly, and so maybe you're right. Maybe you're just right. I just had to take the other side of the I, argument. I will. I will say Cecil Belanger. Given the weight, when you look at him, I, I was playing against him last year. What an incredible game! By the way, it was just awesome. 
I'm like, oh, I'm going to pick the pick on this guy on defense because he doesn't look very mobile and good with his feet. Not absolutely not. Uh, he, he was, you know, picking between picking a front of the end zone, back of the end zone. Uh, he cheated, you know, forward. So I'm like, OK, well, then I have the corner in the back. Uh, no, he immediately with his size and his uh, quick feet was able to get there. Bad a bad a pass down, bad a pass down. I said that wrong for sure. I said bad a pass down. Yes, bat. Yes, yes. Uh, so yeah, he's he's a lot uh, more shifty and uh, and better with his feet than what he appears. Yeah. Um. So there was an incident at the field this this week. Mm-hmm. Um, in a game that took place between Kangaroos and Hashtag NR. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll start with the post that was posted on our Facebook group. Um. We saw um, Travis Moses posts. Calling Mark and Mark Andre Lapointe a dirty player, saying that uh, you know Kendall 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 Myers had broke his arm. Of course, being the first thing we saw that morning, the FPF staff that wasn't at the field immediately stepped up to hyperdrive, trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. Um, so we saw a video of the play, and we have uh, an official's uh, breakdown of the play. Um, I'm going to write about this in my article as well because not everyone listens to the podcast. And I think it's important enough that that we cover it. I want to start by saying, first of all, injuries are awful. And we want Kendall Myers to be to heal up, and sp- like if you're missing work time or your life is altered in any way because of something that happened in a recreational game, that's just shitty. Uh, yeah. There's no way about it. Um, I know guys on both these teams, so like, believe me, I it's not a, a biased thing here. I, I've known Kendall a long time. I j- I want him to 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 heal up I- and. Uh, I'll get to sort of my analysis of what happened. And and you saw the same play, Iggy, so uh, you can get that as well. Um, and what we saw is kind of what the referee saw as well. So it's, we're not off base. Yep. Um, the ball was overthrown. Frankie Tioli, Frankie Tioli Colatrella was subbing in at Tier 1, which we all think is brave of him, but a little bit beyond his, his ability. Means, yeah. He not only overthrew the ball, but overthrew the ball over the middle of the field, not to the outside. Kendall Myers went up to get the ball. Uh, Marc-Andre Lapointe broke hard and kind of collided with the lower half of Kendall Myers' also body. Also stumbled on his break, too, if you actually look at it. He's kind of yeah. like loses balance while running forward. So one of the core principles of FPF is you're in control of your body. Yep. And if you can't control your body, you need to not make the play because people's it's health is the most important thing. And right? otherwise, it's considered reckless yeah. in some ways. And recl- we, we penalize reckless play. Um, so even if I don't, I've known Mark Andre Lapointe. I played with him, so that was where, where I'm saying like I know guys from both sides of the field. Mark Andre does play hard. I wouldn't consider him to be a dirty player. I think that play was reckless. While I don't think it was dirty from what I saw, I'm obviously yeah. not inside the player's mind. I wasn't there for the context of the game, so I don't know if it was getting chippy. I don't know about that kind of stuff. Yeah. But um, for me, it was a reckless play, and I think he. Um, I think he deserves t- some penalization for what happened because mm-hmm. he should be held responsible, not because of the result, because we yes. don't punish the result, we pu- punish the action. But he needs to be held accountable to not be reckless in the future. He so will just like the NHL discipline policy, though, the result of the play does factor into potential punishment. Not in our case, though. Sometimes. No. Sometimes, it's depending on what. Based on conversations I've had with the head of the student committee, that's not the case. Because we can't control the outcome of what happens, right? Like, um, it could be completely innocent that someone gets hurt, and that's just no. I understand, but exactly. But if it's a play that 
a fluke play and whatever it is, you're not going to get suspended for that, obviously. Yeah. But if it's like, if there's intent, that's obviously but a it, big one. And intent is the, obviously hard. the hardest thing to it's, judge. Yes. But so, in this play specifically, uh, and would I, the, the ruling hasn't come down yet, mm-hmm. but I, I know from my conversation with uh, Rob Campana, who spoke to Steve Hothod, who's the head of this plenary committee, um, that he's going to miss the September 18th game. Because... Uh, the referee had the game because the game was stopped. Kangaroos won fourteen nothing. Right. Yeah. Um, the game was uh, stopped at that point, but otherwise the ref would have thrown two consecutive uh, UR penalties, um, and he would have been ejected from the game and missed the next game. Right. So, so we know he will miss a game at a minimum. It doesn't mean he will be suspended an extra game or any extra games. No. It doesn't mean he he's only suspended a game, but right. he will miss the next game, and then the disciplinary committee will meet before the next game on September twenty eighth. So. That's uh, important to consider. Um, now, the other thing I will say about this, and you, you, after that you can tell me if you agree or disagree, injuries suck. None of us want them, uh, neither league nor players. If someone does get hurt in a play, try to help. If the other team doesn't want you to help because they're passionate at the moment, obviously keep your distance. Yeah. Do find a way to apologize. Yeah. Uh, remember that FPF is a community of players, and um, we just want it to be a fun, safe environment for everybody yeah with like you know you suit up against and and especially now you know that i've played more and these guys have played you know many they all years. know each other exactly that's the thing you get to know these players as you played with kendall them, myers literally them. had asked that point to play with <laughs> nr in in the offseason probably so. yeah uh so like you you see these guys week in and week out you know a few times here sometimes you end up playing with them I don't want to hurt, you know, if uh, tier two, team ethnic, uh, De- David uh, De Andrade is, is on the team. I don't want to go out and, and nail the guy and hurt him. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to do that. Do, do I want to do I want to play like make a play against him and like pick off a ball that he thinks he's he's going to catch for for a touchdown? Absolutely. And this is also with us understanding that there is some level of physicality in FPF, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, we're not expecting to be completely, completely contact free, but yeah. the, the contact needs to be in incidental and essentially that um so before we get to to our last block in games of the week uh i do want to talk about one thing we, we touched on last week uh we talked about how stephen harper would adjust after struggling in division two and um on the other side of it they played run it once run it once had anton sakis who uh was subbing for jeff rosenblatt so obviously anton hasn't played in a little while we knew it was going to take him a while to find his sea legs uh, and he's not playing with his team either. Uh, so, given all that, are we impressed with Stephen Harpersod's outing um, being that blessed put him in the best possible position to win games here? The, the, what's the question? What? How are you impressed with Bless? Does or is this it just actually show Stephen H once was being able there. to play Tier One, or is it one of those games like whatever? No, it's no. I'm. I want to see him play even uh, the next game. The easy W bless matchup has always been a, a, a highly touted uh, game to look forward to, and uh, they kind of go for like forty-one to forty games. I want to see him play against KGP. Uh, he struggled a little last year, and uh, it was a game in Saint Laurent, I believe, in the winter time um, in Division Two. What well, Division Two? He struggled in general. Like that was the whole point. That's the construct right. of the of the conversation. Right, right, right. So I'm at, like, I. It doesn't mean much. Like that's. Him maybe getting comfortable for the season. But uh, tw- 20 for 24. Six oh, touchdowns. 
So I was gonna say, can yeah, I just take a like moment? that's the part to me that but that's like like that's what he would put up in Division Three, Division C. But he now did it in Tier One. Yes, but against Run It Once, like but I, Run It okay again. I know Jeff Rosenblatt's not there, but the team is a strong team. It, yeah, you know what? Now, um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's minus the Jeff. Ma- you know, Matt Bond, Louis Philippe Paquette, Davidson Tomo, yeah. Wadi Friedman. It, it yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yes, there are a few pieces missing though. Like as I'm looking at the Run It Once, it's not the full team, it's but still. Like, Four of the you know the six guys on defense are going to be their, their core guys, right? Yeah. So uh, just a moment here. Isaiah Allard, shame on you. Will Power, shame on you. And Marvin Steinberg, shame on you twice. Although one of you is excused because Matt Bond got a PD. So one of you, it's not your fault. Um, but you got to catch those balls. <laughs> dropping the balls. Yeah. Um, the the, uh, the other the other part of this too is I know we talk a lot about uh, blessed offense and and Stephen Harper's ability, but. Um, are we underselling the defense of Blessed? Um, where, you know, they have James Langshaw, they add James Langshaw with Marvin Steinberg and Isaiah Allard. That's a lot of size and range. Uh, Will Power can, can play defense, although he's, you know, probably uh, not the best defender in this division. Right. No, uh, but sure. he can definitely fill in. Yep. Um, and, of course, Nicholas Antomo added to the group as well. Le- Ariel Labrati. Ar- Ariel Labrati, like too. This, yeah, the defense is is not... So, we always tend to look with Stephen Harris on, ooh, wh- what weapons does he have on offense? Oh, he's got Isaiah Lard, you know, Marvin Steinberg. Yeah, I think we're maybe overlooking the defense. Uh, look, they're going to give up points. It's it's tier one. You know, it's just how many points? Uh, four, 14 points against... Uh, Sure, it's uh, Sakic. Uh, the kind of <laughs> his return to FPF was a rude awakening um, for his return. But you know, to, to give up 14 points in general when you have weapons like David Santomo, Marty Friedman, Louis Philippe Paquette, those those are those are, are guys that are hard to cover. So they 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 did their part. Uh, will they do it week in week out? Probably not. They just need to do it enough to give uh, Stephen H uh, one or two stops. Yeah, that, that's all he needs to win. Eagle, it's time. It's time for games of the week. Ooh. Yes, Iggy, I forgot to do Div One be- Tier One before. That's what happened. <laughs> that's why the script is out of sorts. I know. I'm looking at the clock. Yeah, we're fine. We're gonna start with our. We, uh, let's start with Coed actually for okay. week two. We're okay. gonna go into Le Pucker versus Iced Out. Iced Out. I'll go Pucker. Fast, not furious. Le Petit Fuck. I guess I have to go fast, not furious after I said we're the best team. So yeah. fine, I'll do it. So then I'll go Petit Fuck. Nice. Free smoke, bench warmers. I'll go free smoke. I was impressed with bench warmers. I'm gonna go with bench warmers. I like their defense a lot. Uh, easy fun, sneaky snakes. It's fun time. Fun. Yeah. Melting pots, the villains. Villains. Villains look good week one. Yeah, I'll go villains. Yeah. Why and why? Kiss my end zone. We can't pick it, so kiss my end zone by fifty. Eagle, what you pick? Your pick. Uh, yeah. K Y E Z. K K M E Z. Kiss your end zone. Kamiz. And then kiss my end zone. La sect. Also can't pick it. Kiss my end zone by fifty. Eagle, what you pick? I'm gonna go. Actually, we'll get Terry's pick. Kiss my end zone versus Lasek. Kiss my end zone. Win the double header. Cool. We're playing and double lastly header? here. Oh no, it's two different days. Badgers versus Iced Out. Iced Out. I'll go Badgers. Nice. Lots of different differentiation. I like badger, it. Badger, badger. All right, badger, women's badger. Vortex Ludnall. I'm going Vortex. Vortex. Yeah, they're strong. And uh, then Ludnall versus Louvre Dunal. Oh, they're playing week two. Oh, 
I missed that. Uh, I'll go with the loop de loop. And <laughs> I'll, I'll go with them as well. <laughs> and last game here, Red Nation versus Brut. Brut. Yeah, Le Brut. Yeah. Red Nation look rough to start. Yeah. All right, tier two, Sweatin' Beers, Friends Without Danny. Well, this game already happened. Oh, uh, we don't know that. Yeah, it, uh, oh, we, it we don't did. know. <laughs> um, if the score is up, I'm going to go Sweatin' Beers anyway. Yeah, I'll go Sweatin' Beers. Okay, Mangoose, Game Changers. Uh, Mangoose. I'm going Mangoose as well. Is it Mangoose? Kiss My Outlaws, Team Ethnic. KMO. Kiss My Outlaws, yeah. yeah that's a strong that, team. They're the best team in the division by a Hot Sauce Sports, Beer Belly Brigade. Can't pick it. Hot Sauce Sports by 50, Eagle. Uh, triple B. It's annoying when we're both on the team. Yeah. yeah. And then Santor, Blackouts. Um... Blackout should be getting Adam Sinagra back, so Blackout. No, I'll go Santal. They, they were really good. They, though, were, yeah. they were good. I was actually really impressed with that. Yeah, yeah, very good. Santal. But I'll, I'll still go, go Blackout. I'll go Santal. Yeah, it'll be a good game. All right, Tier 4, Red Dragons, Primetime. Dragons. No, I'm going Primetime. Nice. QB Roulette, ball, Deep Balls. Oh, we should do Roulette. Oh, okay. damn it. Give uh, me QB Roulette. Yeah, you know what? Let's do it. Roll it. Whip 2.0, Save the Turftles. Oh. Uh, Turftles. I'll go Turftles too. Toon Squad, The Penetrators. 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 The Penetrators save the Turftles. Good game. That yeah. Was good. good. Penetrators. Yeah. Chung has a little more work to do. Give me Penetrators. All right. And then Step Bros, Deep of Balls. Uh, Step Bros. Uh, Step Bros as well. Tier Do we just three. become best friends? Threat Level Midnight, Bruins. Oh, Bruins. Uh, Bruins. Sous les fesses, Arouche. I'll go Arouche. Um, I'm gonna go Slifas. Lalamo's 17 year olds, Ravens. Ravens, because the other team name creeps me out. Yeah, I'm not picking a 17 year old. Never. Give me, give me Ravens. <laughs> Trap Stars, Warriors. We let that team name slide. Yep. Okay. I mean, look, I don't check the names. I know. So it was the, it was the game? Uh, Trap Stars, Warriors. Uh, Trap Stars. Yeah, it's close though. Yeah. Trap Stars. Fun game. Yep. Killer Rays, Diamond Bushi. Killer Rays. That was a playoff rematch uh, that uh, Killer Rays won. I'll go Killer Rays again. Yeah. Bruins, Bandits. Bruins. Oh, that's good. That's I'll a good go game. Bruins. A lot well. of good games this week. Yeah. I'll go Bruins. Lockdown, Voodoo. Um, go will Lockdown have a tea? <laughs> voodoo. <laughs> voodoo. <laughs> Kiss my in laws. Why so serious? Can't pick it. Um, going to go with you guys. Yeah. Kiss my in laws. Thanks. And lastly here, Tier 1, STL, hashtag NR. Um, STL. STL. But it'll good game again. Yeah. EZW, Blessed. Oh, I love this one. Um, EZW. No, Blessed, Blessed. <laughs> it's a one-point game. Yeah. I'll go EZW. KGP, Blessed. KGP. I'll go Blessed for that one. EZW, Kangaroos. Kangaroos. Kangaroos, yeah. And our last game, Run It Once versus Braves. 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 All right, guys, that's going to be go. our games of the week. So what's your favorite one off the list there? You think the uh, there's Bruins Bandits and Penetrators uh, Save the Turf Those are probably the I like, highlights. I like Bruins Bandits, personally. Yeah. Um, the um, If, if Sanagra's back, I like the, uh, the NR game, too. No, he's not playing for NR. He's playing for... Uh, my, uh, 
blackouts, mangoes. But in, he's also playing. But in tier one, he, he can play for hashtag. He threw for oh, he's on the, the team. I believe so. He threw he for them last season. In the winter. Oh, anyways. I don't think Frank Tioli Colatrella is the starting quarterback oh, for that team. True. I did. <laughs> I didn't know who. The, you're right. He, he yeah. might be the tier one QB. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he's let's put, if he's the quarterback, I like that game. Yes. If yes. it's Frank Tioli Colatrella, I oh. don't like that game. Oh, no. Um, anyway, so Iggy, thanks for hanging out, man. Yeah, it was fun. I you drove that. me crazy tonight. I love it. You were late. You ruined my bit. Oh my god, love it. So many oh, issues. Yes, you screwed with so re- the script. You so almost, relieved. you almost made me forget tier one. So relieved. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, you, you, because oh. you had moved them, and I, tier two was uh, like duplicated. I yeah. So I, I think I accidentally deleted both. You did delete both. Yeah. That was on you. Can't yeah. be mad at me. Uh, I can. You can. And I it will. It feels like every time you're here, something goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You're late. You bring hey. candy that nobody likes. You mute I the audio. You delete the script. I just can't eat it. Uh, Iggy, thank you for all of the amazing work. Thank you for everything you've done. Um, looking forward to reading your article. Thanks. Eagle, thank you for all the production work. Terry Tan, thank you for uh, waiting patiently. Yeah. I, I made that stepbrothers joke for you because clearly Iggy didn't get it. I but most it. of all, I want to thank you all for letting me be myself. <laughs>